I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oh, if that doesn't get you fired up for a football Friday, what does, Joe? That was my gift to you. Welcome to Beckville <laughs> Daily presented by BetMGM, Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski, Jim Rodriguez, aka J-Rod or daddy as some like to call him we are here from nine to noon eastern <laughs> on betql network you can listen to the show on the odyssey app you can watch us on twitch.tv slash betql and youtube and of course please follow us on x at betql daily joining us on the show as he does every friday our favorite prop better, John Daigle. He's also the vice president of the Nico Collins fan club. I am the president, so I can't wait to see what he's going to be betting on for this divisional round weekend. And, of course, we're not going to let this RG3 and Jay Gruden beef slide. We'll get to that in about 40 minutes and see whose side you're on. But first, Joe, finally, this is dragging out. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni is finally going to meet with owner Jeff Lurie today. It's a obvious Philly needs to make some drastic changes here. Will Sirianni be a part of those changes? Yeah, um, I think when you take a step back and think about what happened, like day, it was a no-show performance on Monday, Monday night. We all know that. But, and everybody says, pitchforks are out. Of course, Philadelphia media is going nuts. Fire the guy right now. You got to fire him. Got to fire him. But I think this is the right course. And what I mean is, all right, let's, let's, let's start having our meetings. Coach, you go figure out how we're going to, what your answers are going to be to my questions. And I think you, you know, my questions are going to be, if you stay, what's the plan? Who are the coordinators that you're going to be bringing in? Like get your plan together over the next couple of days. We'll meet before the weekend. And then, and then I'll have the weekend, uh, to sit, let it marinate, and think about everything that we're going to do moving forward. So I know it seems like they're act, they're they're moving very slowly. And what are they doing? Why aren't they responding to this? But it did play late on Monday night. So gave them a few days. Figure out your answers to my questions. We'll talk, and then we'll make a decision next week. Yeah, I always thought. Listen, and, and by the way, the the cat side of the bag. Our man was in St. Martin's on vacation. So, so I guess if, if you think you're going to get canned, do you want your boss to have been on vacation before or after your meeting? I think you want him before. He's going to come back tanned, relaxed, yes. you know, in a, in a better mood. All right, Nick, you're right, you're right. He's thinking about that little tropical drink with the umbrella. Uh, yeah, you're good. <laughs> but at the end of the day, think about it, guys. I mean, okay, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, Joe, the pitchforks. But who are you going to hire? Who are you going to bring in? Is it Belichick? Really? Is it really going to be Belichick? Maybe Atlanta. I think. I think. There, I think this is a very sound, prudent way. It doesn't make for great talk radio, but I think it's a prudent way to to go about this and see what he's got in order. And you know, the man was working on his tan. Yeah, you got to be careful. Sometimes those vacations can give you clarity, though, too. So I might be a little scared. You know how he's going to be coming into this meeting. 
But also, like, Sirianni got exposed. How much of that is the coordinator's fault? How much of that is his fault? Who exactly is Jalen Hurts? Is he the answer moving forward? I don't know if all these questions can be answered in just a few days, but there's going to be a lot to discuss in this meeting. There is. And, you know, there's a lot going on throughout the league with a lot of interviews and second interviews being scheduled. Like, Atlanta's going to meet with Belichick again. I... You know, all day we'll be breaking down these games. And I got to tell you, just to know in certain situations here with a couple of key coordinators playing this weekend, they're flying all over the country. And I know this happens every year. Like, I don't know how comfortable I'd be if I'm a Lions fan. I don't know about this situation with Slowick if I'm a Texans fan. Like, he's got four teams lined up in two days. Like, I know they need to be given an opportunity and they shouldn't be dinged for accomplishing everything they've done. And they've gotten to this point in the season. That's huge. And go get your opportunity. We don't want to stop you from being promoted. I understand all that. But as a better, if I'm a fan of those teams, I'd be concerned. Like Ben Johnson's talking to Carolina and Washington today. He's talking to the Chargers and the Seahawks tomorrow. What's his focus over the next 48 hours? Not, not the game. Not the game this weekend. So, I, yeah, it's, it's a tough one with this because these teams want to get these decisions made. They don't want to miss out on anybody. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's, man, but I, I, I'd be wondering about that if I'm a fan or if I've got money on those teams. Well, speaking of the games, I am so excited for divisional weekend. I mean, a little bit sad that, you know, it's winding down. The snow is dumping out here in D.C. It's been snowing nonstop since 3 a.m. We've got close to a foot. Uh, How does this weekend rank in terms of sporting events and favorite betting weekends for you guys, J-Rod? You know, I always look at it as it reminds me like when I'm in the sports book or I'm in Vegas or shoot even at, at my house in terms of how many times have I gotten up out of the couch? I think the NFL has done a wonderful job of turning the stadiums into studios so you don't ever have to leave. You know, I I, 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 lo- I love the fact that there's two games Saturday, two games Sunday and, and even now the one game on Monday. Um, I think the wild card and the divisionals are the best weekends because you're just constantly betting and there's always another game and there's always something tomorrow. I'm always kind of sad championship Sunday because it's, you got to wait all the way to Sunday and it's, it's only two games and, and, and then you got a week off before the Super Bowl. Yeah. So wild card and divisional, I, it's almost akin to like that first weekend of the NCAA tournament, right? I, I think, I think NCAA, first week in the NCAA tournament is probably the best. And then I would say second would be the wild card and divisionals only because it's two weeks in a row. You know, I think the NFL fell into something last week. The two, 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 three straight games, yeah. two playoff games. Like that might be something we're going to see moving forward. And people always talk about the two Monday night games. Problem is you have two teams that are going to have a disadvantage that won the, won the Monday games. We'll see how that plays out this year. As far as, because you said weekend, I think this is the best NFL weekend of the season. Sports weekend, what's above it? The first March Madness. Be, just because it's all day, every day, and you're thinking about the next matchups, and and you're checking your futures, you're checking your brackets, <laughs> you're checking your survivors. Like, you still have all of that going on. So, And it's just because of the volume and the excitement and just so many games. There's always last-second wins. 
mm-hmm. I'd put March Madness ahead, but I don't think there's another weekend I would put above division around weekend. You know, you know what's I'm what's low key starting to be really good. That first uh, when when now that the baseball playoffs have and you have, you have those days when you have four games, that's pretty good. When 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 both leagues are playing at the same time, the division series and you've got four games all day of baseball. I, I like that a lot. It's fine. Speaking of, Get, I'll take the draft. Our our resident <laughs> Dodgers fine. fan. Oh, I yeah. guess you're fired up about Otani and uh, the future there in LA. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not happy about $950 tickets and $75 Dodger dogs, but you know, man, you got to pay to get the man, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree mm-hmm. with you guys. Divisional weekend is awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And I think what we love about March Madness is like all the upsets and how exciting that first week is. And I think there's, there's probably too many dogs I like, and it's scaring me for this divisional weekend. Saturday, you've got two nine-and-a-half-point underdogs, and I like them both to cover. So I think that's what makes this specific divisional round weekend so exciting. Yeah, yeah, we've got that element too. Um, I, I'm wondering, like, is this going to be, with the two quarterbacks you're referencing in those games, is this going to be the first of many playoff runs that we're going to see from those guys. Like that's always fun too. Like, are we seeing the next generation, a little bit of playoff quarterbacks? Are we seeing it with love? I'm not sure. Maybe. Um, I think most people believe that we are seeing that with Stroud for sure. I was thinking the same thing because I still think you're kind of getting value on those guys. And it's like, these are, this is the changing of the guard. These are the two guys we're going to start to see consistently in the playoffs. And we're going to talk about, remember when they were nine and a half point dogs, you know, I think it's going to be cool to see how this evolves over time. J-Rod. Yeah, I mean, I think the the one thing that I don't like is is how big the numbers are, right? Both Saturday games, you you nailed it, nine and a half points, and I'm with you. I'm kind I kind of like the dogs in in both those games, but it's going to be great to see the development uh, of of CJ Stroud and Jordan Love, and and also the fact that what really is going on in Houston, a rookie head coach, a rook, you know, the number two pick, you know, we're, this is like you know. 2012, I think, is the last time we saw a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback make the playoffs. That was, what, Chuck Pagano and, and Andrew Luck. So it's good right. to see this stuff. And uh, and I love the fact that, that C.J. Stroud, he's, it seems like he's unflappable, right? And, they just, and they're not afraid to throw the ball all over the yard. And I think that's what they're going to have to do uh, on Saturday. But I love to see him slinging that rock. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like last weekend. I mean, last weekend it was blowout, blowout, blowout. Then we finally got one competitive game. Um, I think these are going to be much more competitive. I know history tells us that. Teams sitting on the bye waiting for those wildcard winners. They dominate. Will they both dominate? I, I'm at a point now where I would be surprised if both Baltimore and San Francisco win by double digits. Same. 
I was even thinking about with all these dogs doing like an underdog round robin or even an mm. underdog money line round robin or just getting getting crazy and doing something. I think it would be fun. Did anyone think about something like that? Or am I the only one that likes as many dogs? I guess we'll, we'll um, get to it coming up in the show. I'm leaning more total. I, there's one dog I really okay. like. I like a lot of totals. You're a totals guy now. We got to discuss I just, this. I just, we're seeing some scoring now. And I feel better about of it. Joe Ostrowski. Yeah, a little bit. Um, or maybe I'm like, <laughs> I don't trust either the dog or the favorite. So I'm just going to play the total. Because I feel, I have a stronger opinion on the pace of a game. So. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I, I'm always, I guess I'm old school. I, I always fear dome teams going into the cold you know that was always the big narrative on peyton manning right well, that's why oh you're never going to win because you always had to go to new england and this that and the other and then and now all of a sudden to have them go into that cold weather in in, in baltimore it doesn't seem like like you're going to get it seems like all the snow and all the weather is happening before the games which is good uh but right. it's still going to be cold it's going to be like what 24 degrees in baltimore and for and for the team that's played in domes, you know, more than half of their, their games, it'll be interesting to see how, how they react to that. Um, but yeah. And, and the narrative of Lamar Jackson, I mean, the guy, you know, MVP, probably going to win it again, not good in the playoffs. So I think that's going to be, that's going to be a fun game to, to, to start off with. I agree. And we'll get to that coming up in the next segment. Most bet underdogs to win outright in terms of tickets. We've got number one, Packers plus 350. Number two, the Texans plus 350. The Chiefs are third at plus 120. And fourth, the Bucks at plus 220. Joe, do any of these surprise you? Um, not surprising because people remember what they just saw. And Stroud is impressive, and Love is impressive. And, you know, the, the Love one was just a massive underdog against the very popular Cowboys. Like it was funny that last this week, all these TV shows Monday, the highest ratings we've ever had. You know why? Cause everybody wanted to see you trash the Cowboys on Monday morning. Like it was unbelievable. Like all these talk shows on TV, the sports talk shows, highest ratings, highest ratings. Cause they wanted to see you talk about the, the Cowboys getting their butts kicked. And it was phenomenal. Um, no, not surprising. People love Stroud. People are buying into the Packers and everything they've done offensively. It's like you totally forget they just gave up 30 points to the Panthers. They just lost to the Giants. Like it wasn't that long ago, but that's what happens. The funny thing that you mentioned, Aaron, is if you're going to ask me which dog do you like the most, I'd go with the least popular one, Tampa Bay. That's the dog that I feel best about of the four. Yeah. Let's bake. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we begin our breakdown of the NFL Divisional Weekend with the Texans-Ravens matchup. All of our favorite plays up next. 